You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. You are back with the boys. The boys are back in studio. It's been like two weeks for us. It has. Last last week was the KYRS Fun Drive. Yeah, um, so thank you to everybody who thank you for supported. Donating. If you haven't supported yet, remember, your support of the station supports the boys. Mm-hmm. So you can still go make donations. You can do it at KYRS.org or um, just contact us. You can uh, send an email to producer at hotmesssunday.com and we'll help you out because we love you and we're so glad to be back. I think we missed... Yeah, everyone. We did. We did. It's been, you know, it was a fun weekend for us. Um, yes. We kind of went out and did a few things for Jonathan's birthday. It was so fun. It was a blast. Yeah. Right? And so, I wish all of you were there, but that would have been So I shared crowded. headlines because so. mm. I don't ever celebrate my birthday, but this year we decided I would decide I was not going to Which is it. amazing because you needed it. Thank you. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. So mm. we went to Leavenworth, which is beautiful. It's just a half hour away from my family, my entire family. And I didn't know whether I wanted to see them or not, but yeah. <laughs> I love my family. They were fun. Breaks are good. Yeah. But we ended up, we did end up going down there. So I shared on Facebook that, because uh, everybody kept saying, can I have a Jonathan story? I don't ever realize that I have stories. You do. But I know that I enjoy mm-hmm. telling extravagant, dramatic portrayals of things that have happened to me. So anyway, so I shared headlines from our birthday weekend yeah. away. Yeah. One of the her- headlines was, Sergey hunts the elusive wild <laughs> hamster, which is a story. I told headlines of wine slushies and, which are amazing, and luck dragons, by the way. because they happen together. They did. And it, it's a thing. Um, but And there's other headlines, so I will send emails and everything for all of them. But one of them, let's talk. So we get to Leavenworth, Mm -hmm. and we're checking in to the hotel. You can tell the guy, I'm pretty sure he plays for our team because he was so excited. He was very, oh yeah. And we're we checking quickly, in, even though we're like, <laughs> we're loud. A, we quickly realize we're too loud for Leavenworth. We're very loud. For we need to calm it down. People are afraid of us. Way too much. Yeah. And he shares, for some reason, he really wants us to have a pet. Yeah. I don't know if in, in his version of Gatum that he wanted two men to have a pet as a child. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he made it sound very important. So I said, well, I have a pet. Should I go back yeah. and get a pet? And then Sergey <laughs> offered to go track down. A hamster in the wild on the side of the road, and I look at Sergey, and I'm like, "Is that where you think hamsters come from?" Because <laughs> I haven't seen a wild hamster in. I mean, ever. they have to be ever, wild sir. somewhere. <laughs> I don't. Might think as so. well be in Leavenworth. Those right? are called rats. Your parents <laughs> lied to you. That is all that I'm saying. Oh my god! But then we decided to go see my mother, right? Who did not think I was going to see her on my birthday right. because I had I actually wasn't going to see her on my birthday. I even told my brother that we weren't going to make it. Well, my sister was up from Portland with all, so all of the nieces and nephews are there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. at my mom's house. We had had wine slushies, so I was feeling very nice. Yeah, and really so loving. we decided. Let's go. Let's go see my my family, Sergey. I'm just going to introduce you to all of them at once. Yeah, they know you. They also you know that you're part of the show that they don't want to talk about. Yeah, you, right. So yeah. I don't know how this is <laughs> the bad go. show. My brother will support us and and whisk us away if he needs to. Mm-hmm. So we go down there, and my mother wants to adopt you. She has invited you to Christmas, <laughs> and my brother-in-law <laughs> has come out, and they all feel they know you because of our posts on Facebook. And the pictures and everything. Yeah, And exactly. we discovered, so we're sitting there and we're telling stories. My mm-hmm. nieces and nephews mm-hmm. run in and say they want Uncle Jonathan's story. So mm-hmm. it was like this big theme that Jonathan apparently is ridiculous. 
But so uh, everybody's in there, and my mom starts telling a story Which about. I love. Because it's very you. It's you it and your is. mom so I are the same person. So I have a fear of everything that is not human. Yeah. Really. And sometimes humans. Right. <laughs> so me and spiders, me and whatever. So my mom tells a story about, we have fruit bats in Wenatchee because it's an orchard town. Tells a story about how my sweet, innocent cat named Fancy, after Reba McIntyre's song, that's how gay I was, um, <laughs> is at home and there's a bat in the, the house and mom doesn't know what to do. So we all know that for me... If there's spiders in the house, I throw cats at spiders because cats have always protected me from spiders. They catch and them, yeah. So I just, that's my thing. If there's a cat, I don't care if it's mine. I pick up the cat, I throw it at the spider. Right. And then that's just part of the job. So we <laughs> learned that my mom picked up my cat and would toss her in the air and tell my cat to get the bat as if that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I said, so two things you learned that day. You thought you had a flying cat. And but you, you learned didn't. you did not. <laughs> but you and you didn't. look at me and you're like, oh, I get it. that's get where it, it comes yeah. from. You and throwing cats at stuff and your mom and well, throwing cats, cats at stuff. cats are like ninjas. Yeah, that's they true. They are amazing. That's true. They protect you from everything. I had a cat who would guard me. If there was a spider, they would guard me yeah. from the spider. I would just see the cat being really still and looking at me as if to non-verbally say, Daddy, don't, don't come over here because yeah. there's a spider. I know <laughs> you're not going to like it. Yeah. Just look away. I want to take care of it. Yeah. Cats have always protected me. So it makes sense that you would throw a ninja cat at things that are scary. Duh. Like spiders. Simple. No, or simple. bats, apparently. But I say simple. wait until the bats are closer to the ground to throw your cat. Or just open a, open a window and, you know, wait till. Well, my mom out. finally did open the front door and the back door. And then she got on the ground With and a broom. waved a broom yeah. towards it. Yeah. <laughs> hoping that, that it would get the hint. But in the end, we just had a great deal of we fun. We did. Bonding now, with family and everything. Yes. Now, my favorite, and I'm sorry, I have to tell the story. My favorite story from Leavenworth <laughs> is, I'm afraid. Yeah, is how oh. we wanted to have a great old time and go horseback riding. Because what else do you do in Leavenworth? <laughs> it, we go, we, we decide to do that. So we call him up and um, talk to the guy. And you're talking to him. Mm-hmm. And then he decides to ask, well, what? How how tall are you? And how much do you weigh? And you and you tell him. He's like, Yeah, the the horses might not. Right. What? Are you kidding me? And then he Jonathan's says, Jonathan's too too big to I'm ride like, a horse. When I was over three hundred pounds, yeah. I rode a horse. The yeah. horse is fine. Yeah. I think it's still alive. And and you were just you weren't even that much over. You were right there. No, you were he said right five there. pounds. And then he goes, If you show up, yeah, and you are more than five pounds in yeah. what you yeah. said. You can't go on a horse. And I'm like, do you have a doctor there? Yeah, just is there a scale? Is this a pony farm? And I well, called the wrong number. <laughs> and my favorite thing is, well, all of our bigger horses are out. Yeah, wow. he pauses it. He goes, wow. I'm, well, hold on a minute Cut. now. He looks, okay. yeah, all of our bigger horses are, they're, they're are out, out on pack out. trails. I'm like, so I have to ride a Clydesdale? Yeah. That's that's <laughs> the, you. Ha- that's how fat you're telling me I am. I'm like, sir, it is my birthday. And then Jonathan, he asked me, uh, how tall crazy. is your friend? That's yeah. with you. So I tell him your height and weight, yeah. and he goes, and he's he doesn't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you telling the truth? Yeah. I'm like, yes. It's like he's like, oh listen, fatty, you are not allowed <laughs> to have friends that are, are that are skinny. in shape. Wow. He yeah. was the worst human being ever. So moral of the story is, if you ever decide to go horseback riding in Leavenworth, don't, don't, because the cowboy, because apparently is... you're going to break the horse's back right. no matter how much I you said, weigh. Do you take care of your horses? Yeah. Because I feel like they all maybe have polio. (laughs) Something is happening and their spines are not okay. Uh, Yeah. I I just had to tell that story. So the rest of the the trip, all we said was, 
would go into shops. Do you have horses? Because no. Jonathan <laughs> can't be here no. if you have horses. No, so <laughs> no horses. Yeah. No. Okay. No, All of that to say, there are more stories I will share offline. It's great. Uh, and in a new article that I'm writing oh, about I turning older and accepting that. But um, we had a good time. It was we worth did. it. We loved did. it. Okay. Now, on a sad note here, um, Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we do have a huge uh, problem. Talk to us about the problem. <laughs> I mean, it's not a problem for me. It's not. No, it's great for you. We <laughs> outspoken statement. have a problem here, though. You're leaving us. I am leaving. But oh. for why? Yeah. Let's hear uh, the good news. I'm leaving because I got hired by iHeartMedia down in Seattle. See, I think that's amazing. So you deserve our round of applause. Yay. Yay. It's just good know. job. That's okay. <laughs> I can do a round. That's, don't mess true. that's true. But so you, uh, so you left us, oh, I don't know, about a year ago to go down to Wazoo and you had your own radio show there. Yep. Um, and then KGR. through working with us, where we were happy radio. to be there and, and kind of help each other learn things. That's how this mm-hmm. came about. So we're only going to take a little bit of credit for your success. <laughs> so <laughs> when we're hiding in your studio in iHeart in Seattle, because we want our own show, you'll know one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can take at least half the credit. Because well, you got talent, man. Listen, you... you're going to do great. Yeah, I'm you have excited. the talent that got you there, yeah. and I think that's amazing. I'm more than excited, Yeah, because this is kind of like, uh, it's finally happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we're super excited for you. That's amazing. Right? Um, and your mom you can... is not going to have anybody to follow mm. her around with a camera. I, I, no. <laughs> so you let mom know that the boys are happy to take over. Yeah. All right. Yeah, <laughs> the vlogs are about to... To change, yes, yeah. they are dramatically. Yep. Oh yeah, remember gosh. you can still catch Houston's vlog yeah. online. He yeah. still has them so on the we, YouTube's. Yeah. So the we'll tubes. we will still point you in Houston's direction, uh, and we'll still have wonderful adventures where we ask our listeners to find Houston. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll just have to find him in Seattle. Yeah. And now it's I like can call Waldo, in, but Houston. And now we can call in. That's right. That's yep. right. We'll I know. Check so in we're very y'all. excited, sir. Congratulations. Sad that Thank today you. is your last day with us, but. It's for good things. Yep. Yeah. So if anyone is uh, angry that I've messed up the audio quality, I'm I'm out of here now. <laughs> yeah. so Sorry now about you can it. Blame someone Sorry else. Sorry about it. That's right. I love it. <laughs> but don't. But, but don't. don't. But don't. Okay. Don't do that. The check-in. There's a lot to check in about. Today. There is. In two weeks. Yes. Okay. Um, we, okay. Our new interns. Let's talk a little bit about them. Yeah. So you know we have a bunch of people in studio today. What's I mean, great well, is you know, we brought we in a whole Houston. new crop. Yeah. Yeah. I know it takes you know good four people to replace yeah, apparently so good apparently is. so <laughs> but not true as we always say we love to support things that our our uh our team has going on and, and they're very them, involved aaron castillo is one of our uh, mm-hmm. our new interns and uh wanted to mention something that's going on in spokane on the 8th of october which is the imperial sovereign court is the oldest lgbt organization in spokane and they're having their yearly coronation ball to raise funds for the community um, lots of amazing drag queens and drag kings with fabulous performances will be happening throughout the night. That's going to be on October 8th, which is this following weekend coming up at the Red Line Hotel at the Park Grand Ballroom. It's $50 to get in. Um, the Imperial Sovereign Court has been around forever mm-hmm. and is very charitable and always raising money for the community and the entertainment value. Crazy. Exactly. We've that had on Novocaine on the show before, and she is a former empress. Yeah. Well, um, our own Aaron Castillo has a title as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We uh, definitely encourage you all to look into going to that big event. Again, yeah. that's going to be October 8th. 
Check it out. And then, speaking of drag queens, our very own cat went down and saw Bianca Del Rio. No, she has her picture right beside Empress, her. Empress, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, down in Portland, so that was amazing. Go see the picture and then check Do, out. Do and she's put it on our, our she put on our Facebook page. She put it on Instagram. There's so many social media stuff that I can't keep I know. up with. There's probably a Snapchatter thingy in there. I don't know, yeah, but you know. there are things happening. So yeah. yeah, but she put up the pictures. Bianca looks amazing. She also said Bianca Del Rio was so nice in person. Yeah, um, and that's always good to know because you never know. Right, exactly. You know, on stage she's she's the mean queen from hell, but you know, in person she's right? just the graceful. Graceful, amazing. And it was the Not Today Satan tour. Yes. So, Not Today Satan. So, really exciting. So, Kat had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. She's back with us today. Yay. Let's talk about theater. Let's do it. There's a lot of it. It's theater season all over again. The summer's over. We have a lot of uh, fall and and winter theater coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, One of those things uh, we'll mention is Rocky Horror uh, runs October 14th through November 15th. Fifth, that's at the Civic. That's at the Civic, and it's down in their studio theater. And mm-hmm. Lance Babbitt, we've talked to him uh, a few times uh, on our show, is actually directing it, and he was going to come in today, unfortunately. Um, he is not he feeling is not well. feeling well. That's all right. Um, all. Rocky mm-hmm. Horror is still on. So though, we want to remind everybody, Civic Theater, uh, been around forever. It's so fun to support local arts. Mm-hmm. So that's a place to go to there. Something we did to support local arts is at the Modern Theater in downtown Spokane, we, just this last weekend, went and saw Chicago. We did. We had them in studio Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. We went to see the show and had far too much fun. It was a blast. Now, if you if you don't know Chicago, if you haven't seen the movie or even the you know the musical, do it right now. Go to Modern Theater and see it. Because it's amazing. No, it is. And uh, so we were asked to go. Abby Crawford is the director. And we were, um, mm-hmm. you know, she came in. We fell in love with Abby right away. She oh, yeah, she's is a doll. loud and fabulous mm-hmm. and everything that we love. And so we went and saw it. And so we're, you and I are very, we've seen a lot of theater. Mm-hmm. And we might be a little theater snobby. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That, that might happen. That's because, okay. That's so okay. we, sat, we sat in that theater. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. It, the music from the show is, first of all, so much fun. There's mm-hmm. even more songs than the movie version, of course. Always, and always. it was so well-directed. It in... came to life so well. And yeah. I just want to say the choreography alone is to die for. I mean, it yes. was so, it was so fossy. It was just, I mean, it was great. It was exactly what you need. And exactly. it was so detailed and perfectly well, planned and, out. Uh, so props to the choreographer, which was both Abby Crawford as well as Angela Rose Pearson. Mm-hmm. And Angela also played um, the part of Velma Kelly, and who is one of it. the murderesses, yes. stars. And yes. just so we insane. have a maddest crush on her mm-hmm. ever. I mean, I just, I'm obsessed with her now. Yeah. Uh, so they did Quinn Vieira. Thera, sorry, Quinn, I don't know how to say your last name. She plays Roxy Hart. Scott Worley did a great job as Billy Flynn. In the end, what's crazy about going to these things are these are people who you work with in mm-hmm. your community. Mm-hmm. They're people who you maybe you live next door to. They're actually people in your world that are doing these roles, and they nailed it. There's so much talent, I agree. You know, yeah. it's weird to think about it because you expect talent from bigger places or, you know, on Broadway or anything. Right. But these are people, like you said here, and wow, it is yeah. impressive. The chops that they have, the skills, the dancing, the acting. I mean, it's all so well-rounded. Yeah. And to do Chicago really well, I mean, that's not just acting. It's, you know, it's all of this. Yeah. 
Amazing. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. It's amazing. worth seeing. Listen, it goes through October 23rd. Mm-hmm. As we said, it's at the Modern Theater, which is downtown Spokane. We do highly recommend that you go take a peek. Do tell it. Abby we sent you. And then, first of all, hoot and holler, because that's what we did, mm-hmm. including some guy behind us was hooting and hollering a lot. A lot. Um, <laughs> it was a blast. <laughs> it's too much fun. And uh, this is how you know. This is, for me, a stamp of good directing. Mm-hmm. Not only were the performances great, and a lot of that has to be, your actors have to be mm-hmm. directable, but, and just watch it, the funniest stuff came from lighting cues. Yes. That just, yes. and that's all I'm going to tell you, but if a director can make the audience, like, laugh mm-hmm. hysterically by one lighting cue, the director is spot on. Yeah. And You it did your job. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, you mentioned this while we were watching it, and then as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, I cannot not focus on this. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. The word Chicago is actually in the set in, in the red. Set. And at first I was like, I don't see it. But then I started putting it together. I'm like, I found it. Yeah. I know where and every it's light, not just it's spelled so cool. on the wall like I would do it. No, it's, it's actually integrated. pieces of the set and you can just see them. There's a C over here and oh, yeah. it's an actual riser. Yep. There's, you know, that building is an I in the yeah. back. Right. Yeah. It's spelled the whole thing out. I'm Go sorry. It was it. brilliant. It For that brilliant. reason alone. Exactly. It's brilliant. But every. And I might it's, it's be this perfect. much biased because. 20 years ago, which I still cannot believe, mm-hmm. uh, probably 15 years ago, I was in Chicago, the musical, mm-hmm. and so I have lots of fond memories for yeah. it. So props go out to the young actor who played uh, the, the role that I played, Mary Sunshine, because not an easy role. It's a hard role to get. so much fun. So yeah. I'm sorry, you know, celebrate your community. Mm-hmm. Go find some local theater. There's so much happening right now. The seasons of all the theaters really run until probably about June, July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So go now. You have all year to watch some amazing things that are out there. Yeah. And I encourage everyone that if you love Chicago, go see it. Go buy season tickets for Modern because oh it's gosh. not just this one show. It's all these shows that are going right. to be great. And uh, I can't wait to so talk about more. I will. I'll call us out on one thing. So, listen, we, we went with some friends. We went to uh, Sapphire Lounge, yeah. the Ruby, <laughs> to have some, you know, little cocktail. Little drinks. Before. And then we get to Modern, and they were serving wine. So why not? So, you have some wine. Yeah. And so, <laughs> we probably were a little louder than usual. I'm not going to That's lie. Okay. We enjoyed it a little more than usual. <laughs> probably. That's, that's probably but true, But Abby too. loved us. We took selfies everywhere we went. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know what? That's the whole point. You can go have a drink with your friends. That's the point Have of an theater. appetizer. Exactly. exactly. It's a good time. It's a good yeah. show. And so, you know, that's I just wanted to, to, to give us a shout out that we, sorry if we drink too much. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, people in front of us. <laughs> right, slash right. the actors who had to listen to us <laughs> right. the whole night. Yeah. I No, this is what I told Abby. <laughs> they were just lucky we didn't get on stage and help out. I know. Because I was almost ready. Did. I'm like, I'm going to sing with you. Yeah. that song is The moment I, you know, intermittent hit and we have to go to the bathroom i danced the whole way right. don't think i didn't Mm-mm. and if and you saw me there, there's so next year look for the male version of chicago <laughs> yeah. Ravelma and roxy are played by jonathan and sergey yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna Sorry happen it. it'll be great um something happening this friday that you and i uh and kurt and whoever else and thousands are gonna of go Spokane to and thousands of people go. <laughs> terrain terrain happens this friday it's the once um, a year yeah their annual big event uh art festival and it's it's happening this Friday, and it's free, and it starts, I think it opens at um, 6. It's right around 6, six, or six seven. o'clock. Yeah. It lasts, I mean, it goes thousands of people go over a year. Way past Last midnight. year, yeah. they broke 7,000 people yep. went the year before. 
Last year, 10,000 10, people went. I'm sure it's going to be 12 this year. They always Get there deliver early. Yeah. an amazing show. They do. So these are artists from all around the area. Mm-hmm. Terrain has, uh, and it's visual arts. It is. It's, um, you know, paintings and photography. It's everything you can imagine. And even interactive arts mm-hmm. are there. There's and music and spoken poetry. Artists. Yeah. You can, there's, yeah, there's so many things to enjoy from people in the Northwest. Yeah. They work all year because they only do the show once a year. Mm. So Terrain, which is a great, they're a great organization that tries to support and show Spokane that there are people in our town that we should be be happy that Spokane yeah. is here. We have a good um, art culture. And so, yeah, like you said, Friday, October 7th, I will say get there, mm-hmm. get there early. That yeah. line is insane. Yeah. They by also, by 10 or 11, it mm-hmm. wraps around the block. Oh, It wraps huge. around the block. Um, they do a social experiment mm-hmm. every year. Last year it was the bubble, which you were stuck in a bubble with someone and you had to communicate with them without using words. It was yeah. nonverbal communication. It's you and I cool. did it with these very two, cool. and it was amazing. Yeah. This year, all they'll let us know is they're doing the handshake experiment. Mm-hmm. So somehow our friend Ryan Ulrich puts it together every year. Um, so that's the social experiment. I'm excited to find out what it is. It'll be so fun. It's worth it. So if you have time Friday night, October 7th, go check it out. Yes. It's at the old uh, Washington Cracker Factory. Cracker Company building. Cracker Company building. I always get it wrong. Yeah. But (laughs) great new uh, reclaimed building. So go check it out. We were going to have Terrain on today, but I don't know. Maybe they also went and had drinks before a show. That's okay. Drinks are good. (laughs) Go get drinks. (laughs) Something happened. But we love them. Go support that. And then last thing, yes, before we we move on and, and do a song in the dish. An article, we talked about this two weeks back yeah. that I wrote about, you know, the journey of happiness, the guide to happiness, kind of, you know, where I am in life and how just kind of reflect reflecting back on a few years and, you know, how I discovered that happiness isn't a goal. It's how you it's how you yeah. travel. It's the vehicle by which you, you know, get to where you're and going. And it's not waiting for happiness it's not, to happen. No. It's accepting that you can be happy now, even right if you now. have goals. Yeah. You can still be happy where you are. Because, yeah, and that's almost what life is about in a way. And well, so that article goes live on our, it's live right now on our website. Um, go check it what's out. What's the Guide name of your ha- article? Guide to Happiness. Oh, Guide to Happiness, mm-hmm. Sergey Grenkin. One of the fascinating things about this is part of what Terrain did when Terrain started, so many people leave this side of the state mm-hmm. and Spokane to go to find what they think of greener pastures, which is Seattle. And Seattle has some amazing things to celebrate. Mm-hmm. But people leave Spokane thinking they have to find what they need outside of it. Right. Terrain made their whole thing about let's celebrate what we have. That's right basically exactly. the journey in your exactly. article that you talk about is that you were there. You were the Spokane is horrible. It mm-hmm. sucks. It's why I'm not happy. And it's your journey to understanding that, wait a minute, it's not about what's outside of right. me. And right. I think... It, they tie perfectly well, together. It's a great article. I, I agree. You know, it's not about, and, and it's not that it's bad to leave somewhere for opportunity, but it's not about that. It's but about it's being about, where you're at and enjoying it. And, and it's knowing the reasons that, that you choose to leave. Reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because remember, wherever you go, you're mm-hmm. still there. So you as long as it's for, for good reasons and not because you're searching for something that doesn't exist. Yeah. Just saying. That's right. Therapy on Outspoken. It happened. <laughs> happen right here <laughs> okay good calm down jonathan <laughs> calm down no, jonathan not gonna happen um so we're gonna listen to a song here so uh this is gonna be a song by devmoan she was supposed to call in today again uh unfortunately could not make it what is um, with the universe just conspiring that's against okay us? today's just a day where people get sick or have things going on and that's right. all right but she's still debuting her single this mm-hmm. is the first place you're gonna hear it anywhere this is, this is gonna on be our her show. yeah this is gonna be her single lioness
You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. I am a lioness. I love that song. All I, all I want to do is just rap now because that was great. Pl- I'm going to learn it. You're going to rap the whole soundtrack to Hamilton. Please. That's like the only Let's thing I've it. ever heard you rap. <laughs> but you don't. You do really well. Oh, you thank do. you. Well, you, you know, that's fine. <laughs> so here comes the more serious part of our show. Uh, yeah. This is interesting. People will. I just was in a coffee shop yesterday, and someone stopped me to talk to me about issues. We tend to actually that happened a lot this week, um, and that's what this this part of our show is about. The dish. We're going to talk about some things that are going on mm-hmm. uh, around the country right now that might involve politics. It always does. Let's just say. I but like let's that. talk about something that people are celebrating right now in California. I love that your title to this when we do our our agenda is California almost does amazing things, but sort of almost kind. Kinda, sort of did, but you decide. Here's the thing: it is That's something really it. to it is something to celebrate. California adopts legislation like it was. Both houses said, mm-hmm. "Hey, let's mm-hmm. go!" And it is to make all single occupant restrooms in the public sector um, must be unisex. Yeah, gender neutral. Really. Gender yeah. neutral, which is great. It's amazing because this. And here's why we say you decide. I think that when we were having a discussion about this, mm-hmm. it is. I mean, especially when you put it up against North Carolina's house bill on bathrooms. It's over a vast there, difference. Yeah, it's a big difference. But it's sad to me that it's a moment of celebration because. They said single occupant. So it's just like any bathroom right. in it's the like world. It's like a half step. That you're kind of just going to say right, right, officially right. that mm-hmm. we're just not going to make the sign. Because it's just a single bathroom. It's like the bathroom in your house that you tell people anybody can use. Right. It just seemed like such a non... Why was that an issue to begin with? A single ba- a single occupant bathroom shouldn't matter what's on the door because only one person's in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's that moment of going, it had to be done because the law needed to reflect it as a stance, right. a public stance, especially right, right. after things like North Carolina's House Bill 2, uh, which was passed in March. So it's important, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I f- we kind of need to speed up a little bit because mm-hmm. that was more of this like I said, stance, and now we need it to be where all bathrooms, single occupancy or not, all bathrooms are unisex, and it doesn't matter if you're trans, you know, gay, black, white, male, female, it's just, you can use the bathroom because that's just the thing we all need to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. That I want to see that go. Right, yeah, I that, agree. that, I think, is more trailblazing and than saying, eh. Exactly, because it's kind of, it's it's not that big of news. You're cha- And I get it, it is part of the stance. It's, you know, you are making a statement about you're trans and you can use whatever bathroom you want, as right. long as there's single occupancy, though. So it's right. like, so you're I not going like the full way. So I still not quite there. You, yeah, and I would love to see all bathrooms. I mean, here's the thing, it doesn't really matter um, what the sign on the door says, it should be about, you know, where you feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's really what it should be. But well, if changing signs gets us closer, fine. Yes. But let's see good. follow up and go further. And the follow up is what I want. I love it that they did it to say, listen, North Carolina, yeah. this, you need to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did this. But listen, this is the other scary part is it did majority pass yes. um, the legislature there. But there was one one of the people who stood up and said, this is my problem with it, was the craziest problem with it that just hurt my head, which is she was like, well, men are messy in the bathroom, so we can't do this. It seemed like such a 1950s mm-hmm. kind of argument. It's an argument that, that it makes no sense, but that someone would try to rile up a bunch of people because they'll try anything right. to they make just sure make that it, this yeah. is not you know, progressive. Bring an excuse in. That that's your, that's your argument. Yeah. 
And I mean, here's the thing. I've been in messy bathrooms. I've seen bath. <laughs> I've seen bathrooms that have been messy. I've after been women in my get own bathroom. I mean, it's scary for everyone. Yeah, I, I think bathrooms are not generally the cleanest place you're gonna go to, and we need to accept that, and that's okay. And also, is it about that? You know, is what? it about going to the cleanest bathroom stall you've ever been to, or is it about <laughs> right. feeling safe where you are right. when you're doing one or two? Can I do something horrible that? that I always do that people get mad at me for, which is put people on the spot? Do it. You two over here. Oh my gosh, no, you can't do that. No, nope, <laughs> I'm shutting yes, that I wanna down. Yes, I want to know something. No. I uh, want to know something. Turn oh on one mic or turn oh, on both Jonathan, mics. No. Hey, we have two new interns in. Why not scare them to see if they stick around or not? I just want to know. Okay, Libby, we'll start with you. Would you use a bathroom that was unisex that was more than just single occupancy? Like full stalls, full urinals, full everything, men and women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No problem. So that Great. doesn't Yeah, I do that already. You. you know, if you go to ladies' nights where they have both men and women's bathrooms, the women's bathrooms are completely a huge line, and then there's exactly. no line in the men's. So I'll go in there. Exactly. What do you think about, do you think it's a weird thing that they celebrated something that's like single occupancy, anybody can use it? I don't think it's weird to celebrate it because- right. I mean, honestly, we're probably a small percentage of the population that understands that concept. True. Right. But, uh, right. but yeah, no, I think well, and it's I agree the, with you. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, you need to separate people to do just, you know, private things. I mean, it's not like we're all in a big, you know, there's a trough. I'm or not anything going or, to socialize. You know, when yeah, I'm going exactly. To that's not like, it's hey, not we're my, going here to do more than just. Poop yeah. and pee, really. Right. That's that's, that's just what it is. And you're if going that's a there. problem for you, that's a, there are people who are like, I don't want to do that in public. You don't have to. You, you don't can have save to. it for home. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. But just don't take away that option. Dylan is our other new intern that's in studio. Hi. Hello. Uh, so, Dylan, your thoughts. Would you use uh, everybody can use the restroom, not just, you know, a unisex restroom? Uh, honestly, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not trying to like impress anyone. So, I mean, why, right. why, <laughs> what a why good not? point. This is not. <laughs> that's not the place. If that's you're true. at a club, yeah. that's the dance floor. Yeah. It's not the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. And honestly, just so everybody knows here, I mean, our, our interns are not required to agree with us by any means. So, um, but I just wanted to know thoughts, mm -hmm. how your brain thinks. Okay. I, yeah, I, like I, I, I uh. I don't. I don't really have any uh, reserved uh, mm -hmm. predeterminations on it. So See? yeah, and I, I like think it. that's it. I feel like maybe North Carolina overthought. I think so. Like, why yeah. are you dissecting something that is? Yeah. It's not a big deal. There are other places all. to put our resources. And guess what? We already have a lot of places, especially big public venues, have family bathrooms where you can go, no matter who you are, and nobody raises any questions about that. Right. Because that's a safe place for just families to go into, but you can't have individual safe places. I think uh, that that's just. I just know, want to put a good point. Someone crazy. just said, and and I apologize if you said mm -hmm. this, and I was like distracted. But it's a it's like a porta potty. Yeah. Everyone uses them. Every yep. sex. It doesn't matter. So yeah. you're going to a big, I mean, it's that same type thing. So it's a non- Exactly. Non-issue at right. all. Why aren't we there yet? And the fact, it's cool that California is taking a step, but again, California, go the full Yeah, um, now let's see distance. the next step. You know what? Let's see that. YouTube headquarters um, down in San Francisco mm -hmm. actually has what we're talking about, a full bathroom, stalls only, that is um, say, unisex. 
mm-hmm. men and women go into one bathroom that has like 20 stalls and you go in there and you do your thing and you come out you're fine right because and i don't want to spend hours room. in there anyways you're just going in and going and getting out and to people who say and if that, you do call the doctor yeah, something's wrong exactly and uh, and to people who say well that's just going to pro- you know privacy issues and people are going to peek and look if you're peeking in any bathroom no matter what then you're gender, a creeper you're outside a creep that bathroom that's a problem too. that's so a separate thing someone's calling the cops on you exactly for any reason possible yeah yeah then maybe and don't do that if they are doing that call the cops while they're in there it's not a thing this is how we <laughs> yeah survive in society I, yeah you no, know okay mm. so so there's the ca- if you have opinions that you would like to share with us you are welcome to do that on our facebook page you can tweet us apparently there's other social media happening those are the two i know so go there go there, and uh, we will point you in the right direction. But please leave your comments. We always love hearing them, and we'll share them. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Someone asked me um, the other day if we, why we're not afraid to basically make people mad. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not our intention, but we share our opinions. Yeah. And this next right. part is where those people who want to be mad at us, please share. You can even call in if you want. You can even defriend us on Facebook and never listen to us again. That's fine. Hey, we tell you time and again, media responsibility. We are just here to turn your brain on. Mm -hmm. You go figure out what you think about it. We're not going to tell you what to think, but we'll tell you what we think. And let me start with the way you worded this this in the agenda, which is idiot Trump is a real life villain. Joker, stand aside. Here we come. Here we come. This week has been a bad week for Trump. (laughs) It has. I mean, obviously, the Not debate happened on Monday, and um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you haven't, uh, if you have no interest in seeing it, go watch the comedy recaps of it because it's true. The comedy recaps Be- of it. It's true. true. If you watch SNL, if you watch any of the people that redo um, it, Rob, uh, Randy Rainbow does yes. an amazing yeah. moderation of the debate that hey, was on. Watch Monday. the first episode of the new or or the <gasps> teaser of Will and Will Grace, and whatever Grace, it is. Twelve minutes. They on do what they think about the election. A little sketch sketch on it, and it's amazing. It's hysterical. So we already have a front row seat as citizens <laughs> in the yes. United States. Yes. If you didn't watch it, you saw a million stories on Monday's debate. It was paint like I honestly didn't want to see it, mm-hmm. and so nine bar and bistro downtown was actually hosting it with uh, the Inlander. And I thought, okay, at least you can have wine yes. while you watch it. Yeah. It was packed. It hurt. It hurt. Yeah. And Trump came away, I think, showing that he can't keep it together, right? Mm-hmm. And so all week has been watching Trump kind of freak out and, and realize that there's... this is news. No. This is not exactly news. This is what he's been doing but for ever. the problem is... He's still up in the polls, so yeah, why is that? Exactly. Because we don't really care about facts or, you know, all no. these other things. We it's a cult following for right. Trump right now. So this week he went on the attack on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yes. Blames the microphone. You right. know, all of the course. reasons why he didn't perform well. Then of course he does his what everybody knows as is his three AM tweet fest. Mm-hmm. Like paranoid, crazy man. Hillary, the next day, comes out with her own 3 a.m., much cla- more, much more classy, I'm not going to lie, because she, you know, she wasn't crazy. Mm. Um, her team came out with a very calculated way to respond by using 3 a.m. tweets to talk about uh, social service mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, working for our country. Smart move on her part. Then we have the release, the leak of 2015 uh, tax returns yes. from Donald Trump showing that he has not paid taxes. In How a while. many? Like Bec- nine hundred? Yeah. Well, here's the like, thing. He he uh, filed for a nine hundred eighteen million dollar loss back in two thousand something, mm-hmm. um, and that means he has not had to pay taxes for eighteen yeah, years. Yeah. So that covers him from federal taxes. From federal owed taxes for eighteen. So he's paid zero dollars. 
any other time we were in an election, we would yeah. call that person out and be appalled that they took money from the government, which is funding all these programs, mm-hmm. and actually out of your pocket as a citizen. Yeah. Instead, we have people saying it was the most brilliant move by a businessman that they've ever seen. No, that's and here's the thing: I'm very it's a dirty right business now. move, first it of all, to to claim move. that much. And as a politician, as someone who's going to be in the White House. To play it Don't so dirty say, okay, like that. Okay, reword that, sir. Someone who could be. I, oh, whoa. Someone who could. just <laughs> made my could, heart cry. Could, <laughs> but it's okay. Go ahead. Could be in the White House. Um, to do that, I, you know, it's shady. And, if we, we, and we talk about how shady Clinton has done things. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about all oh, these emails and all Nobody, that stuff. Yeah. And you're right. That we was shady. You know, there has perfect, been yeah. some bad stuff going on right here. But why can't we also criticize Donald Trump for the but same thing on the other side? Because then when we look and we see... Look at how it was the minute it is released, how it is molded to be genius. It's molded to be what a smart business move. And all of a sudden, yet again, it doesn't impact him. It doesn't impact his polls in any major way that you would assume would happen that would have happened at any other time with a normal election season. Mm -hmm. And yet it's not happening again. And I think it's time that we realize... Is he going to be there? And if he is, those of us who don't want him there, isn't there more we can do? Mm-hmm. Can't we go out and encourage people to get to the polls who wouldn't go to the polls? Talk about, you know, uh, just um, Michelle Obama spoke at a college this last week, and she reiterated what her husband, President Obama, said, which was, be honest. Mm-hmm. No vote is a vote to Trump. Yeah. A vote for a third party, unfortunately, is also a vote for Trump. Because here's the thing. I'm all about the two-party system as a wreck. And it does. But the fact is, it's the system we have right now. So the, we don't like, have we've talked many it. times about the luxury yeah. of your voting. Right. I don't have the luxury to vote Republican right. because they don't support me as a human being. Right. And, they're, and also support taking away rights that are important to me as a person. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the luxury right now. Because that needs to be my number one priority, that I'm able to live an equal life. Yeah. Same thing now. I want viable options beyond two parties, but there can't be right now. And so if I don't Mm -hmm. want crazy in the White House, I have to use my vote in a way to keep that from happening. Exactly. And it sucks that we are in a place in our country's history right now where we are choosing between two people that might not be the most popular. You know, it's a lot of people say it's a lesser of two evils, and there is. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. Whatever you think of either side, you really do have to look at that. I mean, it's come come up time and again, like you said, the rights of us as human beings in the LGBT community, mm-hmm. the rights of you as an African-American, as a Hispanic person, as a person of color, really, under, you know, the Republican, you know, rule, regime, right? whatever you want to uh, call their it. Party their foundation. party foundation. Uh, administration. I mean, here's the thing. Um, we saw the way he responded to you know, the racial divide and the tensions right now, um, Donald Trump during the debate, that's not something I want to be, you know, associated with. Exactly. That's not something I want to get worse. And it will. Well, I think the problem right now is we are still in the politics has been this great exercise for civilians Mm -hmm. in ideas. So it it could be this, Oh, in the end, it's all going to work out. And we're going to talk about these ideas and these ideas. Here's the problem right now there's more at stake. You know what I mean? Politics is still ideas, but right now you can't be very, you know, wispy and say, oh, we're just going to discuss ideas and in the end what's going to happen is going to happen. No, in the end right now, unfortunately, we need your vote to count. 
Mm-hmm. And so for that, it means we also need to look logically on what's going on right now. We do. It's, when things like this happen this weekend, it still keeps them in the polls. I'm afraid of that. Yes. Because something should have changed and it didn't. It didn't. Exactly. So. Instead, we reward him. With exactly. This kind we of reward him. That's insane. So something that uh, also happened this week, and you kind of brought this to There's my so attention. There's so much stuff There's a lot. Week. Yeah. And uh, I was not aware I of this. I had to quickly you, look up the name. Yeah. <laughs> but you thing. talked a little about, about the Philippines and what's going on over there. <sighs> that, okay. So already, uh, I'm sure you've heard the news many times. He's been in the news. The president of the Philippines, Rodrigo Duterte. Could, Thank I you. think I was That's close. fine. Just, yeah, um, we'll he, take it. Already, he is a very loud leader, mm-hmm. which is great. Very outspoken. Yes. Um, he has been extremely uh, negative about our president, President Obama. And he's been very controversial in the way he is dealing with drugs in his country. Yes. So he has uh, directed, you know, the police force there have killed a lot of drug dealers, killed them. And he mm-hmm. has said publicly that he doesn't apologize for that. Already we're in shaky ground. And then he comes out this week and says, listen, I want to exterminate all drug users as well as drug dealers. And so, in other words, there, there can be no human there. Like, drug user that might have a million maybe needs help. Maybe there are issues we need to deal with. Instead, he wants them exterminated. And if that means it's like what Hitler did, quote, I'm okay with that. Not me saying I'm okay with that. That's Rodrigo Duterte saying I'm okay with that. That's, a, first of all, crazy alarms everywhere yeah, should go that on. That is a problem. Second of all, what? So he's willing, I think he said 300,000 mm-hmm. people to be exterminated. Would I'm like, when is that ever an option How, yeah. in managing your country? You're right. He understands that this drug issue is a problem in the Philippines. Right, right, right. right. But his way of approaching it is, why is that ever an idea in any person's mind to say, you are doing something I disagree with, let's, no, let's ex- kill you. and not even kill you, exterminate. Mm-hmm. That's just such a, that you are a number and I'm getting rid of you. You mm-hmm. are a problem, a nuisance, we're taking you out. That right. is the kind of mindset he's coming into this from. I think that's so dangerous and we cannot let that, we can't let that go through. I mean, back in, we talk, we're talking about Hitler here, back in those days, we let that get too far as a society, as a world. No. <laughs> Way yes. too far. By the time we, we figured in. it out, it was a little... And then America have, didn't step in until no, the end. Until the very end. We have to step in because we decided to say, whoa, 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 they're going to figure it out. That's bad, but we're going to let them figure it out. No, we cannot let them figure it out because 300,000 people well, dead later I think is the, a problem. The mindset is what needs to to set us off. The mindset is... Because, of course, we would be crazy mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un said it in North Korea because we already have this perception of him. Because it's happening as, there already. So this over here where we're, we're still kind of like, eh, well, it's not really happening. But mm-hmm. it has. We've watched him already mm-hmm. kill a number of people in his drug, you know, in the way he wants to address the drug issue. It, it worries me. And it I think does. we need yeah. to be worried. Yeah, we do. And. The next president, this is the diplomatic things they are going to have to deal with. Yes. At the same time. So yet another job, uh, part of your resume that we need to be aware of when we're making our vote is... How do you, you deal know, with these kinds of issues? I kind of feel like Trump would be like, 
go for it. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. Build a wall. I, here's or the thing. Here's the thing. I get that you know drug usage can be a problem in a country, and as someone well, yeah. with a very, I have a very controversial look on how yes, we should solve do. the co- drug issue. Yes, the do. opposite version of of, <laughs> of this guy. You've written about um, that. Yes. Go yeah. find that article. It's 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 great. Uh, I think <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. No, I'm it kidding. is very controversial. Um, it's controversial, right? But I I think that. You know, we cannot ever, 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 ever take lives of people for any reason, any reason well, at all. And I you feel not, like also not blaming an addict without actually trying to work with them as a human being. Yeah. I mean, you just blame them so you exterminate them. Right. I just have a problem with that mindset because well, it means the way you look at humans mm-hmm. is very detached, mm-hmm. is very cold. And that's where problems start. It's why we have shootings in this country is we yes. have not connected with each other to even care yeah, about absolutely. somebody else's life. Right. And when has, first of all, war on drugs ever worked? Ever. We've seen that as a country for, what, it's two, gone well. three decades mm-hmm. now? Not yeah. not happening. Yeah. Sorry. We did. We we messed up. Mm-hmm. And when has killing people for being anything, who right. they are, doing anything that they right. do, ever worked? Never. Right. It's never worked. Um, and... And I rethink it. Yeah. And I've said it time and again. I also believe we have very controversial thoughts on gun control as well. But I I do believe that it's we have not learned any longer how to cope as human beings. Mm -hmm. We have hidden it. We don't connect to each other. And I think we really have there are so many of us who do not have. We talk about learning the art of disagreeing. We mm-hmm. don't know how to disagree anymore unless we can hurt you. Yeah. Uh, so many people are disagreeing with each other with guns in yeah. our country. Every morning you wake up and someone else is shot because your ideas are different than yes. their ideas. 100%. Every mo- You and I, last Friday, obviously, uh, hit the road. There was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every but Every day. day I woke up and I found somebody getting mm-hmm. shot in the United States. Yeah. Seattle More, being one of them. Seattle being one of them. Yeah. I mean, all across the country, it's just the next city, next city, next city. Yeah. And it is an everyday occurrence. And, and I cannot and I, believe that we're okay with that. We sit mm-hmm. here and say, no, yeah, that's just another shooting. I truly believe it's Great. because we do not know how to cope anymore yeah. uh, with each other. We, don't we have know no coping skills. And uh, I think we need to get back to, mm-hmm. to those issues. Otherwise, what? We're just going to exterminate everybody that has a gun? You know, mm-hmm. that seems like such an extreme. Yeah, extreme absolutely. Thing. And for us to, you know, for states to still loosen gun restrictions across the country and have bills on the docket that <laughs> talk about Let that. Let me remind everyone not to go to Missouri. Never. Ever I just Missouri. want you to you know, get, wait get until shot. they change that law because you'll get just shot. Yeah. You'll just shot. That's, that's, because you can what just happens. feel like maybe you threaten me and I'll yeah. shoot you in the face. I know. I didn't like yeah. the way you said that. Boom, threaten. Yes. Let's go. Missouri's crazy right now. I'm not going near it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going near it. Okay. No, thank you. So let's take a break. Let everybody <laughs> send us their their mean tweets. We're on. We're in. Go for um, it. And we'll go. Okay. This is going to be the song Chocolate, which is a cover of the 1975, and it's going to be by Knuckle Puck. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. Outspoken receives support from Instant Sign Factory, celebrating 25 years serving the inland, northwest, indoor, and outdoor sign needs. More information at 1-877-778-7446 and online at instantsignfactory.com. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people, regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. 
located at 232 West Sprague Avenue. More information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. Thank you to all of our amazing underwriters. We love you Houston, for loving us. Are you ready? Are you ready to be doing well this on, on <laughs> iHeart? <laughs> I think so. You think well, so? First, I got to get a show at iHeart. Well, you will. true. Because right now you're going to be doing promotions. Yeah, I'll be in the promotions department. That's what awesome. you'll be out there. Yeah, and then you'll be. impress them so much. Yeah. That they'll give you a show. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll just be. Like Come on. I'll be holding down the uh, tent at live yeah. concerts That's and fine, shows though. and things. First of I all, like you're that. at live concerts and shows and things. I know. You get free shows, free concerts, right. free exposure. And get paid. And get paid. And get paid for <laughs> and doing get paid it. for all that. And so. get to drive what? an iHeart car. <gasps> That's awesome. So what? fun. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. All right. right. I'm kind of excited about that. I know. I'm really excited for you. Because that's my only car down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I borrow the company car to go to Wendy's? For everything that I tonight. possibly yeah. need for life. Yeah. yeah. That would Can be. I do a road trip on it? No. I need some groceries. Yeah. So... It's an iHeart giveaway. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Just pass out stickers or something that's, just so you can. You <laughs> that's can, all I really want it. is a sticker and a shirt. Right? That's all you want? Well, what's I mean, because I like stickers so much and yeah, then I like does. shirts. And so if it has iHeart on it. Houston, so, ask for more. Yeah. Always ask for <laughs> more. Settled. Don't just say stickers and shirts. Ask for, ask for more things. Because <sighs> he went Fine. on a sticker hunt here the other day. So he oh, could that's get right. His yeah. KYR and I got one. And he got one. So it's good. I love that so much. So we've said a lot. <laughs> stuff we're making up for being gone two weeks i know for you being know gonathan I mean? out of here we were gonathan uh so lots going on people are uh are commenting and we appreciate that so please keep commenting even keep if you disagree in. uh we, we welcome it i wanted to share what i love is a quote mm-hmm. that um that was from hillary we were just talking about the um the wonderful debate that happened that was kind of Interesting for those of us that went and saw it. And there was a quote from Hillary Rodham Clinton, and it said, you know what? I think that I just got critiqued for preparing for this debate. And you know what? I did. And I have also been preparing to be president. Yes. That's a great I quote. I'm sorry. That. You so, know, and we were, I'm telling you, I talked to someone else. We were Bernie camp. We were Camp Bernie. Um, oh, yeah. And we've had to kind of see where we're at. So <clears throat> we're not coming from people who were always pro-Hillary. Right, right. You know, you you really do weigh out your options, and towards the end, you, I mean, sometimes you, have you to really s- do have yeah. to compromise. I look at everything kind of like how we make business decisions for the show, yeah. and sometimes they're not always easy, and sometimes mm-hmm. it means more work, and so there's all, but you have to take in all yep. aspects in order to make yeah. a wise decision. Yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, just from presentation alone um, and during the debate, uh, the difference in, and they talked about temperament, and you know I love oh. that Trump criticizes her for temperament when you mm-hmm. can clearly see that you know in that moment his temperament is right. is down to a zero. The other none. thing I wanted to he criticize is he tore Hillary to sh- shreds when she showed one instance of not feeling well, being under the weather, then she had pneumonia. Yeah. He tore her apart. What the heck was going on with him? I who know. couldn't start stop sniffling and That's be, what he I was sounded saying. sick and I'm like, I was like what Dude. is going on? But that happens he always has double standards anyways. Yeah. Um he will always call someone out for something and then like call Hillary out for her the doctor to release her health records yep. but not release any on his. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Want yeah. her to release her IRS statements but he wouldn't release his. It's it's always a double standard for him. It is. So and it's yeah. Know, it's ridiculous to me. I think you know I think that she <clears> held you know, held together very well. And despite a lot of, you know, yelling and, and opposition and mm-hmm. hateful things being said, very graceful, very I, graceful 
uh, presentation. Then the job. next debate, and I, I, mean, I apologize that I don't have the date, but the next debate is the vice presidential debate. It is. And all I have to say is that should be more interesting to me because those are two politicians who are politicians. Yeah, they actually they have stances. It's not a circus show. We're going to kind of get, now given the vice president spot isn't what's going to be running the country, no, right. but at least we'll get an idea of who they chose to be in their corner right. because I don't think it'll be all about the showmanship. It'll be about getting down to some issues. It is, yeah, and that's what I love about the vice president debate is it doesn't show the candidates. It shows the administration as yeah. a whole. It shows, yeah. okay, where are these two people going to generally head because they have a lot more of the, you know, the talking points that are mm-hmm. just taught, it's not, you know, I'm a better candidate. It's, right. listen, this is what we're going to do for this. Because they know they're not the primary candidate. They're yeah. in support of someone else. But they're else. still important. I mean, they're the oh, tiebreaker if, you, if you happen to be with a dominated House yeah. and Senate that's one way. And, yep. you know, the Senate especially one way. And and uh, being Democrat or Republican yep. and your, your president being the opposite, you can stonewall. And, oh, yeah. I mean, and in when you have a full majority, have a you have role, to yes. have. I mean, they they play an important role. They do. You know, that we need to remember that there still are things there that the vice president does. You know, I I think that's important to remember. But I think, you know, uh, my personal opinion is that the vice presidency is sometimes not the the most useful office. And I'm not saying that to um, shame on any vice presidency. Um, I'm just well, saying they can only that historically, do what they to work with. exactly yeah. there. If two people don't agree, it's going to be the president who gets the, the yeah. first say, and that's exactly. you know, that's just how it goes. Uh, great supporting role again. Yeah, you know, I'm just we're not but like we said, I think that an administration, and I think that debate will just be good to see some. Well, first of all, it'll just be nice to see a debate that's about issues, even yes, if it's not going to. Can I see two politicians who are actually talking about what we need to talk about? You know, I hope that is the case, but with Pence. I don't know. I don't know. That's a hit and miss. It could be... If they get him on the religious uh, oh, road, then we... No. I already know mm-hmm. what he feels about mm-hmm. that. Exactly. And any LGBT rights issues, we know what he feels about that. Right. Exactly. He As somebody it in his state because he, he was did. governor of Illinois. Exactly. So. As somebody who Indiana. pushed and, and forced and wanted to get RFRAs through, I mean, you can't... He you started the storm that. of RFRAs yeah. that have been trampling the country. You can't say he's pro-LGBT at all. And Trump can say, I love the gays as much as he wants. But <laughs> that, I mean, listen. <laughs> Just look through the history that. of, of uh, yeah. speeches throughout so. the last year. And he, have been, he has been on both sides. Oh, yeah. Most of the time. Every, every time. You know, yeah. no same-sex marriage, but I love the gays. And, <laughs> right, you know, right? let's have the Mexicans play for, uh, pay for a wall. But I love Mexicans and they love Right, me. exactly. Yeah, that's his that's Gays his are great because uh, they make my house look good. Yeah. You know, it's all <laughs> stereotypes the, the in that yeah. man's in that man's yeah. head. You know what? In the second hour of the show, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. We are. And so sure. we're going to be talking about a book that Sergey and I were able to to read. So actually in a little bit, we are going to have on an author and we'll talk a little bit more about what that is. For now, if you want to quickly go and uh, find um, this online, you can. The name of the book is Mommy Smearist. Um, and so it is the, you know, unauthorized fake autobiography and pop culture parody from Movie Star Heaven about Joan Crawford. It is. So it's kind of It's cool. going to be fun. Campy yeah. fun. It's super campy, and I love <laughs> it. Lots of amazing one-liners in there. I don't know. And so it's kind of a witty play on a lot of things going on right now. So that's great. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, we are going to take a song break, and then when we come back, we'll be um, talking a little bit more and interviewing about uh, Mommy Smearis. So this song we're going to play is going to be called Running With The Boys by... Lights. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. So we are going to be talking uh, in a little bit 
about Mami Smirist, uh, the book about it's it's a fake autobiography and pop culture parody from Movie Star Heaven about uh, Joan Crawford. And we'll be talking to John Hamilton, who is writing it as El Lesseur, which is which the is real name of Joan, Joan Crawford, Crawford, Lucille exactly. Lesseur. Um, yeah. But to give you a little background on this book, just a little synopsis. I mean, it's <clears throat> it, it's kind of a, a fictional story about how um, fake autobiography, of course, uh, of how Joan Crawford, you know, kind of gets to heaven, and then mm-hmm. they decide to not let her in because shocking of Shock- you know what <laughs> right, um, right. is what they basically say. Go and rent the movie if you don't know what. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then she kind of tries to persuade them, and they say, "Fine." Uh, here's a parole you have to go down uh, make up for your sins and come back up she has to she actually has go to do good deeds good do yeah exactly so Which, that's kind of her and journey what we know of Joan Crawford it wasn't really her forte no no so, no, no what's so exciting kind of is it's very thing. campy it's it is it's there's a lots of one-liners in here but mm-hmm. what's funny is I feel like it's an actual commentary on pop culture today and so fake much. celebrity so much. that he's wrapped in this very creative way because it really is he because because of the character of Joan Crawford, he is able to call out everybody mm-hmm. from Brangelina yeah. to Jennifer Aniston to the Kardashians and talk about selfies mm-hmm. and, and how we all think we're movie stars now. He wants to really talk about pop culture, and this was the vehicle he chose. So I yeah. find it actually pretty brilliant it, it, because he great. says a lot of things that if it's not coming from the mouth of the character, right. he would probably right. get a lot, a lot of people of mad. Right. Yeah. yeah, which is brilliant. I mean, you know, hiding behind that, it, well, not hiding, but using that as your vehicle. But brilliant. I think it's amazing that there's also a music video with a song that comes with the book oh. that you have to go see. And it's, um, so Joan uh, Crawford's rap name is Mommy D. And she is That's part of how part she of has it. to come back. She has right. to be a rap artist. Yeah, yeah. and it's a rap totally dance smash hit um, featuring the Christian rap thug porn star Relentless BBC, <laughs> which <laughs> I think is hilarious. Which is hysterical. <laughs> and but Sergey, yeah. what's the name of the song? <laughs> it is "Bitch Selfie Don't Ain't Make You No Movie Star." A po- uh, quotation selfie junk. Yes, I think it's, it's pretty good. And honestly, if you read the book, there's all of her rap songs from her new album. Yes. He li- lists out the lyrics it's, in the book. Yeah. So this great. man has it's put a great. lot of uh, thought into, yeah. into this uh, character. Well, and you'll that notice part. that when you're reading the book, it's not just, you know, basic chapters. It's laid out differently. And one chapter might be, you know, the lyrics, like you said, to a right. song. Another mm-hmm. one might be a few memos. Uh, uh, one of them is like setting the scene and it yeah, it's like script script-ish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's an interesting read. Um, and here in a moment, we are going to have uh, John Hamilton on to talk about his creation. I know. So we've we've enjoyed it. We just got the uh, the book this week. So Sergey and I have been enjoying mm-hmm. binge reading, really, for what this is. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. this is the point where we all stare at Curter, who is in the glass room, to mm-hmm. find out when our lovely guest calls. Well, and if you want to check out the book, uh, it is available on Amazon. It's available as a as a paperback and as well as Kindle uh, or eBooks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available there. I think it's also available on iTunes. It um, is, and and you can you can buy that and read and it. And you can go to our right. website, hotmesssunday.com, where you can see the rap video. Yes. For, for <laughs> Bitch Selfie Ain't Making No Movie Star. And it's a cartoon character of Joan Crawford, and the voice is pretty the spot on. The voice is pretty it's good. Pretty spot on. Right. So for all of you who grew up in my day and age and you watched Mommy Dearest, um, and then if you liked 
older films and loved watching Joan Crawford, um, especially her and Betty Davis. Uh, this is fun that way, but there's enough pop culture references mm-hmm. today. I mean, right down to Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything that went down in his yeah. household. Um, so, I mean, he keeps it. There's things for everybody in this book. Uh, yeah, so it should be fun. And there's also a good pitch we're going to ask him about where he pitched the book as a movie to John Waters yes. in the last pages of the book. And I thought that was brilliant and hysterical because John Waters notoriously does not direct anything that's not his own work. Mm-hmm. But I think no. he needs to he needs to yes. think about this. So without further ado, we are going to introduce uh, Mommy Smear. So from fake celebrities to the state of pop culture, all from the lips of a bona fide movie star from a time when that meant something. We welcome the author of the unauthorized fake autobiography and pop culture parody from the movie star heaven, Mommy Smearest Elisir, a.k.a. John, John Hamilton. Hamilton. John, are you there? Hello, boys. I am here. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We've had a lot of fun uh, reading this book. As I said, we, we binge read it, and it was worth every page. <sighs> I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Let's let's just jump right in, sir. Uh, in Mommy Smears, Joan Crawford has gone to Hollywood heaven, but wasn't exactly accepted with open arms and must now redeem herself for her sins. Uh, she comes back to a very different world. Do you mind walking us through the premise for people who, who don't know yet what the book is about and then how you decided that this was a vehicle you wanted to use? Sure. Um, thank you for that opening. In when Miss Crawford arrives at the gate to Hollywood Heaven, in what may be a surprise only to her, she is informed that she is actually expected in Hollywood Hell. <laughs> well, this infuriates her, not right, right, least right. because the security guard telling her this is a young wannabe rapper with a sleeve tattoo who will not look up from texting as he's talking to her. So she's pretty irate about this, and um, then she rethinks her position and sort of cons, charms, acts, maybe fellates her way past into heaven on probation. And her probation has two prongs to it. She has to come back to Earth and do two things. Number one, she has to rescue true celebrity and restore it to movie stars where it belongs Mm -hmm. and away from reality celebrities and civilian selfie takers and people who think they're reality starlets like people from government, media, sports, organized religion, wherever. Mm-hmm. The second thing Miss Crawford has to do when she gets back to Earth is explain herself as Mommy Dearest, because the Hollywood Heaven Academy feels that it is Mommy Dearest, which cracked the Hollywood illusion of stars being perfect people both on and off the screen. Mm-hmm. So Miss Crawford maybe kind of sort of does or does not explain herself <laughs> in a feature-length lie, in the middle of the book, called Monster Dearest, Keeping Up with the Crawfords. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great, I, actually. <laughs> I love that. John, there's a specific voice that Joan Crawford has, um, and you just embody that so perfectly uh, in this book. How how do you manage to do that with uh, the unauthorized fake autobiography that this, that this is? That voice sort of presented itself to me fully formed, and mm. I, I think maybe we have... Dunaway to thank for that, mm-hmm. um, because she sort of cranked the volume all the way to 10 and then tore the knob off and threw it out the window <laughs> of the speeding car. Um, and, and that's the voice that Miss Crawford comes back to read the riot act to our reality celebrity selfie culture with. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, you know, we're talking about this, this, what I found and I was saying it before we did your intro was what I find so 
brilliantly done is that it's obvious in reading this book that you have a lot of opinion on where pop culture is today and where, you know, this whole idea of making yourself a celebrity. What made you think that this was the perfect way to do it? Because honestly, without saying it through a character like Joan Crawford, who you would expect to be body and loud and opinionated, you know, I mean, it's someone could totally get lashed for it, but it's such a perfect voice to deliver you know, this, this, I don't know, this criticism Mm -hmm. of pop culture today. Can you talk to us about choosing this book to talk about what your opinions were on pop culture? Sure. And really, gentlemen, or boys, as you prefer with a Z, um, the the book is about peeling back the fake, Mm -hmm. the facade, the fraud, and the con as perpetrated at every level of our society now. And that includes pop culture, government, media, sports, organized religion, all of it. And Joan Crawford, um, we now know, was such a stamina-driven woman, which, you know, we have to admire that in a human Mm -hmm. being. But Faye Dunaway gave us this great caricature of that, and also with Joan Crawford as Hollywood royalty and with her stardom seemingly being first and foremost of importance to her, this just seemed like the perfect personality and megaphone to come back and blast this superficial reality celebrity selfie culture we live in right now because look at any restaurant table or or any mass transit look anywhere you are you know if there's a group of people gathered if there are 10 of them eight Mm -hmm. of them are looking at a phone screen they're not looking Mm -hmm. at or interacting with each other true and i have to say you know we we call ourselves on the show media whores and this is true it's (laughs) it's allowed us a show but at the same time you know it's thank you for letting me know i can use that word (laughs) (laughs) right because it's true and let's be honest so you you know you actually mentioned i mean like tell us how you really feel about jennifer aniston i mean you you mentioned her a few times how did you choose the ones you kind of wanted to call out in the book well i I am not a pop culture junkie by any means in Mm -hmm. fact you know i i I'm a reformed New York Times addict, Mm -hmm. Um, but just going through any grocery store checkout line, there are certain things that are going to stick to you that that appear with alarming frequency, and Jennifer Aniston was one of those. Mm -hmm. And so, as Ms. Crawford says when she first gets back to Earth, she arrives at Times Square under, as she says, Mm -hmm. a marquee for yet another gosh darned (laughs) movie starring TV actress Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Right. Because it's Jennifer Aniston who was on every magazine cover every time I went to the grocery store. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's true. You see her all the way on Inquire and all of those. And I, I love, love that Joan just calls it out. Yeah. TV actress. TV yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not there a, is not a difference a between yeah. bona fide movie star <laughs> yeah. and TV actress yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Well, that, and and Joan also makes the point to Miss Aniston, um, in the context of Joan having been named box office poison, right. she says, um, "Note to Jennifer Aniston." Things do change, and you may not always be the category winner for leading TV actress sustaining the same perky figure across 18 unrelated gosh-darn films produced within the same year. I love it. But but Miss Crawford never says gosh-darned in this book. Never. (laughs) No, that wasn't her style. (laughs) She goes the whole way. Yes, Yes, she does. (laughs) I love that she puts uh, all these all these people in their place. And, you know, Mommy Smearist really does target, you know, Twitter and selfies and social media quite directly. It's uh, it's a it is a comment and a great way to show how the shift in celebrity outlets and uh, outlets and the fakeness of pop culture has changed over the last 50, 100 years. Do you think many, you know, 1900s and 20th century uh, movie stars and, you know, pop stars would criticize this shift if they were to come back like Joan did? 
Well, if you've ever been in any power structure, corporate, government, media, mm-hmm. at any organization where there's a hierarchy, the people at the top of the hierarchy do not want people from the bottom of the hierarchy climbing up. Right. So I would suggest the answer to your question would be yes, that the people who are at the top of the hierarchy would not want to see celebrity on a more democratic footing with these wannabes, you know, being able to get a foot on the ladder and start climbing up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that you know, do you think that the reverse is also true that the people who are on the bottom and using, you know, Twitter and selfies and social media right now to climb to the top, do you think they would criticize the people who got there the old fashioned way and say, you guys got here, you know, that way, but that's not working anymore? Well, I I think that's a very valid point that you make. And, you know, they also might consider, as we always have considered people who are senior to us, to be old fuddy-duddies. You know, they do it the old-fashioned way. We're doing it the fast, modern, cool way. Right. (laughs) True, which I think also becomes a really big excuse on not not oh, yeah. uh, respecting how yeah. certain things that came before, not mm-hmm. learning from each other. Okay, let's get down to, I mean, let's talk about Bitch, Selfie Ain't Make You No Movie Star, which I just love to say over yeah. and over again. <laughs> uh, this is Joan Crawford's, her new rap song under her rap name, Mommy D, and it's featuring yeah. the Christian rap thug porn star, Relentless BBC, who I absolutely <laughs> love these names. First off, uh, we do want to remind everybody, you can actually go to our we- our website. You can go to uh, Mommy, De- Mommy Smear's website. You can go to Facebook if you want to check out the video because there's an actual video for this song. Uh, and the song is absolutely h- hilarious, the way it's put together. Um, and whoever you had do Joan Crawford's voices is, is spot on. But what inspired you to make Joan Crawford a rap star? Well, all of these characters, um, including Mommy D, are, are parodies of our current society. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're drawn from right. our sidewalks, our food courts, you know, everywhere we look in our culture. And when Joan is coming back to Earth, she realizes that since everybody wants to be a rap star, she can draw attention to her message and her story by reinventing herself as the rap artist Mommy D. And in the video you mentioned, which can be linked directly through the um, website, mommysmearest.com, it's also on YouTube, and it's also on Joan's fake book page, <laughs> Mommy Smearest, um, it opens with a drop-down from Movie Star Heaven, mm-hmm. and then when we first see Joan, she is standing at the closeout sale rack for the Kardashians collection closeout sale. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that any scene that opens with Joan Crawford behind a rack of clothes and hangers is not going to turn out well. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I, I love that she just shames all those selfie takers and puts them in their place. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I want to do that, even right? though I'm, I'm a selfie taker, I admit. But I sometimes <laughs> want to slap people into their place when selfies are being right. taken. Well, and, and to your point about the, the young lady who voiced Joan, um, as this scene unfolds, because there's a couple of mall rats at this sale who mm-hmm. see Joan, they know she's Mommy D, and they start taking selfies with her, and that's what throws Joan into this tirade, right. in which she morphs into her character, Mommy D, and then launches into the, her song, Bitch, Selfie, A Make You No Movie Star. <laughs> and this is an animated video, and we were so fortunate to land a guy who is from the top animated parody TV and movie series. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just hit this out of the park. And the young woman who voices Joan is named Bonnie Kilroe, K-I-L-R-O-E, from Celebrity Imposters, who's actually sort of from your neighborhood and region because she's a native of Vancouver, Canada, and oh, still nice. lives there. And she's well-known cool. in your area, in uh-huh. fact, across the U.S. and Canada. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, she she nails this embodiment yeah, of Joan she Crawford. Does. Yeah. It's great. And I, I think Spot if Bay Dunaway does a sequel, she needs to study Bonnie's read. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, she does. I'd love to see that. So, in the end of the book, you take a moment to pitch um, to John Waters how you would uh, want him to direct the movie version and who you're going to cast. First of all, how's that going? And second, has RuPaul signed on yet? <laughs> well, I, I've not actually heard from Mr. Waters yet. But I've, I've been traveling a lot, and, yeah. you know, I, I have an important new iPhone. I could have got it wrong. Anything could have happened. There you go. That's true. So, yeah. but, it's got to happen, though. I'm. We are behind you, 100%. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And RuPaul, is, there is no better casting. The, well, there really isn't. No. Um, you know, and as we state in the book, um, we want RuPaul to play Joan Crawford, and right. we want Mink Stoll to play Jennifer Aniston. Right? <laughs> it's perfect. It. And John Waters does need to take a break from only doing his own stuff, because yeah, this is on. perfect. <laughs> Just for me. I have to say to you, sir, that this is such a smart book in its commentary on uh, celebrity and society today, wrapped in such entertainment we i don't think a lot of people on if they're just looking at the cover really are going to understand how much uh conversation they're going to get out of it and how much um i think ideas and i have to say that's pretty brilliant because it's a really smart way to use the vehicle of fun camp to make an actual conversation Mm -hmm. about celebrity today well thank you for those points and it and it it's it's the broader landscape of the society we're living in that we're st- trying to start a conversation about, and celebrity is a part of that, and and it extends to every fakery in every absolute category that we experience in our culture today: government, media, mm-hmm. sports, religion, all of it. You know, it, it's all a fake facade put forth to us because the leaders of those institutions have some agenda that they want to put forth on us, and you know, as sheep we swallow it. Yeah. Yes, we do. We, we agree do. to to go right along with it. I. And we talk about that all the time. You know, John, we didn't expect to have such a you know deep conversation about Mommy Smears and have such realizations. But this book really does, you know, do it perfectly. You have the humor, um, a lot of, you know, the John Crawford voice and you have Love the political, it. you know, commentary on pop culture. So it was an amazing book and we love having you on. Um, thanks for writing it. Yeah. And, and remind we, our listeners again where they can get it. Yes. Um, you may visit the website, mommysmearest.com, and Joan also has a fake book page, Mommy Smearest, and you may also find it at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. That's amazing. That. John, thank you so much for taking time to be on our show today. Uh, I'm going to look forward to what you got coming in the future. Especially if it's the movie <laughs> version. Right. We're there. We're there. Thank you so much, both uh, of you. Uh-huh. Have a good day. Bye. Bye now. Bye. And again, that was John Hamilton. He is the actual author of the book Mommy Smearest, which is the unauthorized fake autobiography and pop culture parody from movie star heaven itself of Joan Crawford. It is worth the read for entertainment value as well as a really good discussion on where we're at in celebrity today. So we definitely encourage you to check it out. Yes, please do. And you know where you can buy it. It's on uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or mommysmearest.com. We are going to listen to a song here called Dear God by uh, Avenged Sevenfold.
You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. And as usual, it's been a crazy packed show, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of fun. We got really serious first hour, and then we got to talk to very into. I did not expect that from John Hamilton. I didn't either. The book was a lot of fun, and I did yeah. find it very uh, intelligent. Mm-hmm. And then he sound like he was very intelligent and very well spoken. I mean, it was really nice. Yeah, it was yeah. very nice. Yeah. And, you know, like like we kind of talked about, it's it was unexpected to have that kind of conversation. Right, a deep um, conversation yeah. about a really fun book. It's that a was, really fun yeah. book, yeah. And it is that yeah. underlying wittiness in there, and it, right? it's a big, huge con. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times he calls out Twitter and how Joan Crawford absolutely hates selfies she, on Twitter. Yes, and the she Kardashians does. Yes. And Jennifer Aniston and everything. And yet she <laughs> respects that the Kardashians saw an right. opportunity to exploit that kind of system. Exactly. And now they will be rich until... Mm-hmm. Their great 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 grandchildren oh, have I know. spent all the money. I know it's yeah. it's ridiculous. I can't I, deal with I, it, but I don't it's, you know that's going to happen. Anyways, this is the time of the show we get to wrap up. We get mm-hmm. to roundtable it. We are going to bring for the last time Houston Tilly Aww. on the microphones. You're going to make you know Will I cry tell. at the drop of a hat. Uh oh, it's true. I will cry because okay. I am so proud of you. Yeah, like I can't even <laughs> tell you how proud of you that I am, and that I know all of us are here. Uh, you're crazy. I love that you're making what you want to do happen. And I think Thank we you. had no idea that first time you walked in to interview your ankle the size of like <laughs> a building because you got stung by a bee. Yeah, actually, and, that was in- intense. Uh, I had and to apologize because I couldn't dress as fancy because yeah. I couldn't get the right shoes on. You could put <laughs> pants wouldn't go around that ankle. Yeah. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard. That was crazy. And you have been through a lot of crazy with us. Yes. We made you get on a roof and film something with us. The, the very, very first day. could have gone through. Yep. We could have fallen through it at any yep. moment. Yeah, it's, um, it's fine. Yeah, you've been with us through p- tons of projects. Yep. Man. I know. This is, I, I mean, feel like I need a movie montage behind yeah. us right now. Right. You know, None of it anyways. was filmed, though. So. I know. Well, there's some of it was filmed. Some. <laughs> yeah. It was just us being crazy in superhero costumes. But That's yeah. true. That's true. Houston never made it to that, though. Not on no. film. Not, no. on film. Not on film. I was all behind. He was behind the scenes. That's okay. So now you're going to go uh, take over Seattle. Yes. I will try. Mm-hmm. No, you better. You have to. No try, <laughs> only do, as great Yoda would say. Yes. Thank you, Yoda. <laughs> I yes, would do the voice, you. but Sergey has Don't. banned me no. from it. Oh. So. <laughs> I've banned you for most voices. You have, because they're you, never the, good, no. but I enjoy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you, your job starts in just a couple weeks over there. Yeah, I told him I'd start uh, the seventeenth. Would hopefully be my uh, first day. That's awesome. So Monday the seventeenth. Wow. It. So listeners. Wow. You should go send Houston some love. Mm-hmm. Track him down. Let him know how much you loved hearing Houston stories. Yes. So while yeah. he was with us, right? For some reason, it's always been because of some sort of animal catastrophe. Yes. But you can't... Or your dad as a cop. There yeah. were some of those stories, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? The Although I feel stories. like nature is trying to kill you yeah. every time we turn around. I... Spiders bite your big toe. <laughs> yeah. I might have gotten lucky this summer. Yeah. I don't think anything... Bit you? Yeah. Don't, don't say it out so. loud, because then... Yeah, I know it's it's coming eventually. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Just not now. <laughs> well, I'm, ju- we, I'm just saying that we have a friend who gave us this raid spray that yes. it smells like Febreze and is it amazing. It does. We're gonna gift that to you as your going away <laughs> yes. gift. Thank you. So you can spray down your apartment yes. and not get bit by any spiders, <laughs> yes, or bees, or flies, no. or eat actually, any... nature just dies exactly. once you spray that stuff. It's horrible, but you know, it protect. <laughs> oh, it'll great. protect you. Know, you. you don't They're, die. So. Right, right. <laughs> that. That's, that's, what, that's what counts, right? Houston, what's most important <laughs> that our our lovely new team that you you are leaving behind is what sage advice do you have to our new interns? 
Because you've survived mm. longer than any other intern. Over a year, you have stayed with us. It's been... By choice. Like a year Yeah, and we didn't force it. Six months? Yeah, it's been a while. Like yeah, you're, yeah yep. you've been here a while. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Advice. Um, be prepared for anything. <laughs> obviously, the, obviously the show changes a lot mm-hmm. even uh before like a half hour before we're live yes that's true that's, that's true. true um <laughs> and be open to try new things because i will be honest when sergey said that i'm going to be running the boards for the first time i didn't want to and I put it off for multiple shows yes he did and i just sat in between and just watched is not that hard. It's no. just a couple levers. Yeah, <laughs> but and yet, I was you were so shaking nervous. for like weeks. Yeah, you shake every the time you go. First time we went on air, mm-hmm. my hand was shaking. Yeah, I swear you incredible. thought like we were gonna yell at you if you missed something. We yeah. we, we never did. We never yelled at you. Nope. We never yelled at you. Never on air. once. No. So Ever. that's good. <laughs> that's a bonus to us, really. <laughs> right. <laughs> Congrats. No, and this, we have a motto here for everybody to know. Everything is fixable. It's true. That yes. is true. That's basically the motto because we have done plenty <laughs> of mess Just fix it and post. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. right? That's Except right. that we're live. But, you know, yeah. just ignore <laughs> that and then it's all fine. Yeah. Um, I, because, again, what people love about me is I, I want, turn on two mics again for me. Oh, my God. Turn on their mics for me. Oh. Uh, he, wa- he wants to get more commentary. <laughs> I <from> do. <laughs> so my favorite way to end any show is to do a roundtable with people who are in so I'm going to have you two share. Dylan and Libby are going to share a microphone. You sat here. You've witnessed your first crazy, which is the first. It gets crazier even. Um, yes, it's been pretty So calm. if you had any questions mm-hmm. of, of our great intern, the Houston, <laughs> what would you ask him? Anyone can answer. You were this. blowing my propo- like my status in this show way no, over see, the top. You just have low, <laughs> no, we know how great you are. So if you could ask Houston anything, what would it be? You could even ask anything, anything. Like, it doesn't even have to relate to the <laughs> show. Don't ask for girl advice. He, d- he will not give you Yeah, no, don't ask advice. for that. He, he be- no, yeah. no. Everyone we knows sh- that I... No. We no, tried to say bad. girl problem. It's bad. Dylan, do you have anything? <laughs> or it can be, ask a question to Houston, or what was it like sitting in here and watching this weirdness happen? There we go. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> give us a comment. <laughs> this has been your first time. <laughs> um... Uh, it's tough to think of something off the top of my head. Um, we do accept you are amazing. We accept yeah. that. That's a good answer. <laughs> Compliments are okay. <laughs> um, so ha- how uh, involved are you on uh, when you're doing an interview? Um, or is that more of a behind-the-scenes question? No, you can ask anything, I don't, but I don't know what you mean, though. Oh, oh <laughs> uh, so um, – like, have you ever like asked uh, questions to uh, someone that you're interviewing yourself, or um, is, uh, or not, or not, or not? I mean, is here the, I haven't. Have you ever? In, yeah, yeah. Here I haven't interviewed anyone. Okay. Um, that's sure. more of Sergey and Jonathan's side. Um, I'm just here on the mic. Because partially I'm forced to, and partially <laughs> you see this. Thank you. That's the truth hey, of Jonathan. You know what? I'm not sorry about it. So whatever. <laughs> and partially because I want to be, and they allow me to. Um, I did have my own show down at WSU, and so that's when I did do interviews. Uh, and I did not run my show very uh, planned out. So, <laughs> okay. and if anyone heard any of those shows you will know that i came in prepped with the music playlist and that's it and, and i had to 
as somebody who listened to that show, I say it was the most fun show. It was fun. ever. It was a, it was a lot of fun. No, not planned, but super fun. So Thank there you. you. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, I think we. I mean, we did a couple games that were very planned, mm-hmm. and we were ready for it. Um, but I mean, back to the interview thing. Uh, here, I haven't done any. Okay. Just because that's more of them, and it's not it's not me. And I'm, you didn't want to read the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Libby, you do you have, have anything? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good. She's on it. She's All like, right. Oh, oh, my gosh. So so did they let you play whatever music you wanted here? Yes. Mm-hmm. For Unless it's uh, like today, we're introducing a song or something. Sometimes there's a couple songs that are planned, and I have to fit them in. But for the most part, it's whatever I choose. Um, I have over 6,000 songs just on my laptop, and so I try and fit in what the listeners are going to like, but also a little taste of my own kind of style of music yeah. that I'm into. It comes in and we never know yeah. what's going to come. It's up to yeah. him. So is that what you came into this internship wanting to work on? Or like, did you come in already having this huge knowledge base of music and had to earn their trust? Like, We should, you know, we should have brought in what, the paper where I had to write my goals down. What your goals were? Oh, yeah, <laughs> and see if you actually completed them. No, yeah, it was in, a, a lot of audio. Yeah, yeah. Houston you came yeah. in very specifically about mm-hmm. audio, yeah. But yeah. no, I think we discovered mm-hmm. that you were really good at music, and then once we let him go, he didn't used to always pick no. music. And so, yeah, he, he kind of got to the point where we're like, hey, oh, we trust you, yeah, do what you want. Just go for yeah, it, because he would ask, can I play this and this and but this? speaking so of like, music... Mm-hmm. Here's a big thing. Here is a big thing. So Kenneth Mogan is actually on air right now, and he's going to be introducing one of his songs. Kenneth, are you there? I am. Hello. <gasps> it's like an old friend coming back. <laughs> How are you, you guys? Great. How are you, sir? You were here not that long ago with your last single. Yeah. And you're love. and you're back. You you decided mm-hmm. we weren't crazy enough for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so catch us up. Let us know what's happening now in your your musical journey, and then we'll have you introduce your your brand new single. Yeah, well, I released the EP in April. Um, shortly after it was love was it was love came out, and now I'm kind of getting ready for for some new stuff, and I'm really excited. And it's it's been kind of a fun journey. It was love really kind of took off in a way I never expected it because it was so different from what I've done. Yeah. And so I'm very grateful to you guys for, for debuting it. And it was so, the response was just incredible. So I'm very, very excited that I'm, you know, being able to continue to do this and, and share some of the songs and stuff. Oh, I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard this new single, so this will be also the first time me and all the listeners get to hear it. And me. Yeah, and everybody Sergei, here. Everybody. So yeah. tell us about the song and why don't you go ahead and introduce it for us and we'll put it on the air. Well, it's a song called You and Me. Um, it was actually recorded originally by a singer named Tiffany in the 90s. Ironically, oh. it's her birthday today. And I've been working with this, one of the songwriters, Stephen McClintock, and I kind of sent the song to him as just kind of a, here, I've done this, you know, kind of expecting a, oh, good job kind of a thing, kid, you know, whatever. And he loved it. So we've kind of played with some ideas and stuff. And, and so, yeah, so this is You and Me. And this is awesome. So thank you so much. We'll be checking in again very soon. But until then, let's have the listeners hear you and me. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken, and that was you and me, uh, Kenneth Mogan. And I hope your bases are blown out because that was a lot of bass, and that was awesome. Right. And I'm kind of excited because as he mentioned, the last single that we had debuted for him was different, a different route for him. He really likes the dance 
aspect and this that sounded really good and also i i also love tiffany so mm-hmm. it works for me um so this is where we get a wrap up the show so Thank i you. have traumatized our new interns as much as i possibly could that's <laughs> and by you did making your job. them go on yeah. the mic that's what i do and <laughs> i like I know. it you like that shock the initial shock no, because i enjoy them. getting mm-hmm. people's actual reactions okay Okay. In real, it's like I, why I will like talk to someone at a coffee shop. And yeah, it's so I'm gonna risk looking like you're weird just to get a real human thing. Bro, I want, own your weirdness. I own it. Oh, I like I it. it. I like I it. it. Next week, um, we are going to be talking to our resident uh, sex therapist I'm and marriage counselor, uh, Damon. He's L. been Jacob. with us like almost a year now. It, I know. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll have a little birthday um, party. A little. A little happy birthday uh, to Let's Talk About Sex segment. Yes. And Damon, remember, you have all week to get your questions in. They can Mm -hmm. be relationship questions, dating questions, sex questions. You can be anonymous. That's fine. He is willing to answer them all. Listen, this is a guy in Manhattan who makes... Lots of money an hour, and you get it for free. That's on true. Outspoken, it's so free, free, free ask him, therapy. and he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you have something? Uh, people might not know. I even asked a question at one point. You yeah. did. Yeah. It's true. You snuck it in there. There you go. Yes, I did. Damon's really good. He loves it if people are willing to talk to him on the phone, live on the air. But he'll answer your questions just off of the context you give him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a lot of fun. People always look forward to that segment once a month. So he's on uh, next week, and then. We also have uh, Morgan John Fox, who is director of Feral. Uh, we're going to be talking to TV series. Yeah, to him uh, next week as the main hour guest. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and then. we all love when we have Damon on, and of course, um, uh, Feral will be a lot of fun to talk to. So yeah. this week, check in with us. Uh, Lots we'll of things Facebook going on in Spokane. Please go check there them are, out. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be able to go out and see, as we mentioned in the first hour, mm-hmm. Terrain. We will be there. Um, you also can go look at in. There's so much local theater happening right now. Um, so you can go out and check out some good local theater. You know, we do suggest Chicago. Not yeah, it's still running, it's by the still way. Running. Still worth, got a few more weeks. Worth the show. Have a mm-hmm. glass of wine. Go in there. And then track down the director, Abby Crawver, because she's more entertaining than she should be because it's too much fun. Yeah. Like, I would just hang out with oh, her. Oh, it's perfect. All the time. It's great. So go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Modern Theater is a great local theater in town. Mm-hmm. So um, go check them out. And then, you know, just have an exactly. outspoken week. Do it. And Ding. don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter.